You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another live recording of the Welcome to Rebellion podcast. I'm Jay, also known as Drunk3PO. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are all here. Have a very, very, very special guest in honor of a special weekend that that we had. And I'm so glad that he's able to chisel out from his busy schedule, his busy schedule to come and be part of this conversation. And before I begin, I got to sound professional. You know, I'm trying to sound professional on this particular <laughs> recording. Uh, thank Nine Line Apparel for a great weekend. Also, if you go to Nine Line Apparel and use the code DRUNK3PO with the letter O, you get 20% off everything in the store. And for some strange reason, I've been getting a lot of emails about leggings. Yes, they have leggings over there. Go over there. Get some leggings and use my discount code for crying out loud. Uh, that's my gift to everyone there, here, listening, everywhere. It was such an incredible experience to go see firsthand the Nine Line Apparel Foundation where they build homes, uh, transitional homes for veterans. And there is a video up on the Jaywalking the Planet channel where you could see for yourself. I see everyone in the chat. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for being here. A lot of friendly, friendly people in the chat. I see you all. I see you all. Everyone's saying, hey, Jay, hey, Jay. Well, we're just going to get right into it. Um, I want to bring on my guest, my good friend, Max. How are you, sir? Do I Am I allowed to call you Max or can oh. do I have to do MVP? Do I have to do the whole thing? <laughs> Max, Maxville Vaughn? No. All right. Yeah, no, not at all. Matt, Max is perfect, man. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. It's uh, it's super cool to be on this um, this new platform that you've just released um and uh episode four i believe right so i'm excited episode four yeah he yeah. did use the word super cool so i i appreciate i appreciate that i got the pleasure of hanging out with max in vegas uh yeah. during the geeks and gamers meetup uh was that november right no was it the was it that the, long ago the no it was this was august yeah Man, where has my brain gone? Man, I'm thinking no value. I was like, was that a year ago? What was what am I thinking? No, I'm but pretty no, sure yeah, uh, it, was, it was August. Yeah, that's um, right. It was uh it was around it was around my birthday. That's what it that's what it was. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember right after you guys had uh had y'all's first rebellion expeditions hike. That's so, right. And I think that was around that same time. So I went on a uh yeah, so just I'm glad you're there to correct me because I, I just was away. I was away for several days. I was in Georgia, and I was around a bunch of uh, people with a lot of guns and ammunition mm -hmm. and helicopters and tanks. And so I was. I, I'm still trying to process everything that I saw. <laughs> so yeah, it was August. Gosh, what was I thinking? The first time. So yeah. So we hung out in Vegas in August at the New York, New York. While you waited for me to ride that ridiculous roller coaster oh, yeah, that's right. over there in uh, <laughs> over there in Vegas, yeah, I'm surprised like, that gosh. thing holds together. Yeah, but 
Yeah, thanks then, for yeah, telling we... me that now, before I got one. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where the but heck did I get uh... November from? No, it's because we're in the month of November. So my brain That's was like, is, whatever. Yeah. There's no excuse. I messed it up. And listen, for the record, uh, if you're going to go on a expedition, hike or climb or mm-hmm. anything, especially if you're new to that, yeah. don't spend four days in Vegas with That's alcohol, a... <laughs> no, no sleep. <laughs> That's, parties. that's good advice. Sound uh, advice, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. And then but decide, hey, hey, we're going to go hiking. Yeah, I mean, that's why we were, that's why our main drink of choice, what, like Saturday, Sunday was coffee and water for most of the, most of the time. So. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was gallons of water. I remember yeah. that last night I was in Vegas. I went and uh, <laughs> I went to the little gift shop and they had these, giant tubs of orange juice apple juice and water and i just went boom 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 i got you <laughs> just put them all in the all three yeah. drinking them because i knew i was like uh i gotta hike yeah Ugh. i lost my hat and everything but oh anyway. that's oh my gosh the fedora yeah the indiana jones it's uh, gone yeah r.i.p well i forgot about that yeah but people might be listening and like who is this person? Who is this person you have on the podcast? Who is that's this? A, that's a good question. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? And what are you doing here? Who are you? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Well, uh, so yeah, like as Jay stated earlier, my name is Max. Uh, my full channel name is Maxfield Von Priestley. Uh, so the initials MVP just kind of like rolls off the tongue, I guess. Uh, I, I I do not claim to be the MVP. I just the initials just kind of came oh, out. Oh man, just claim it. Um, <laughs> but just um, claim it. But yeah, I uh, I'm I I just did like a, a welcome to the channel type of video the other day, and in that I I basically state some of the things that I've that I've done, and um, really this whole YouTube thing is pretty new to me. For so I, I started the channel right around the Vegas meetup um, time frame. So. Um, I'd say just about three months now that I've had the channel. Um, had a YouTube and, channel. Yeah, yeah. And well, before uh, you had a YouTube channel, yes, I was. My man uh, was serving. He was serving. Yeah. yeah and I was, thank you um, for your service, by the way. Thank you for your service. Oh my gosh, no, thank you, man. And as a veteran, a and uh, so so tell what what branch were you at? What did you do? What was your rank? How many bullets did you fire? How many people did you oh, yell man. at? How many push-ups could you do? Because I listen on Veterans Day, I follow this man on Instagram. On Veterans Day, uh, he posted, you know, a picture of him in the gym, and I was like, man, Max didn't look like that when I met him. <laughs> I was like, what is that? He's like pushing all this weight. He's just like, ah, I was like, he's all ripped and jacked up. I was like, what, man? Look at Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was wild. That was on our uh, our deployment, I believe. Um, so yeah, yeah we so were. Where yeah. before you get into that, what what's your rank? Where did you serve? Where? Yeah, for sure, man. So I um so I served in the Marine Corps for four or five years, and I went through the officer program, which essentially means that uh, I go to college first, I get a degree. Um, and then when you come out, you go through officer candidate school. So that first year of training through that program is literally just, um, you're learning about leadership. You're learning about ethics. You're learning about tactics. Um, you're, you know, physically, uh, 
conditioning yourself for a an officer's role. Um, and I remember my uh, even my you know Marine Corps uh, captain at the time when I was still a candidate um, wouldn't even enroll me into the program before I could hit a certain physical like condition of a, a physical level. Um, he wouldn't even enroll me into the the program. So. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very, very competitive. Um, but I was in the Marine Corps for, like I said, those, uh, those five years with that first year being just training. And, uh, before that, like I said, I was in college, um, and I played college football, but at the time I was like 300 pounds, you know, cause I was a offensive lineman when I was, when I was a football player. So I came to the recruiting office. Pounds. How much do you weigh now? Oh, I'm like 220 now, 215. So in, in boot weight? camp, yeah, in boot mm. camp, I was 190. Never, I, I even in high school, I was never that small. <laughs> so, I don't think I ever saw 190 in my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe well, in with your grade, I was 190. Yeah, with your height, you just you can't. Yeah, that weight just doesn't. Yeah, that's my excuse. Your, height, I'm too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tall. So you went to boot camp. Yeah. Why? Man. Why the Marines? Why the Marines? Well, my grandfather and my cousin were both officers in the Marine Corps. Um, and so hearing their stories and just seeing the type of, of men that they were and the type of men that this organization had produced um, really gave me the insight into say, this is something that I really want to look into. Um, and at the time when I went to college, I actually thought I was going to join the Marine Corps as a chaplain. Um, but later, yeah. And, and, um, I think, you know, Ryan can tell you, tell you this as well, but the only chaplains that are in the, uh, in the, the, all the different branches of service come from air force, Navy and army. So Marine Corps has to source their chaplains through the Navy. Um, and when I found that out, I, I decided to, go into the Marine Corps after college without the chaplaincy degree, you know, um, and without going to seminary school and all that. Cause I, I think that God can still utilize warriors for the gospel. Um, and I felt that I didn't necessarily need to be a chaplain to be able to do that. Um, mm. and so when I went into the Marine Corps, um, yeah, I, I went in and got my, position as an artillery officer so if you guys have ever well, seen what is an artillery officer what is that Are yeah you so to if say you... if you can't share you don't have to share of course yeah I'll, I'll let you know all right um but yeah artillery officers if you guys to i guess put things simply if you guys have ever seen those uh motivational videos of big old cannons you know the size of buses um if you've seen those firing off uh, that's, that's what an artillery officer will command. So like for me, I had a platoon of three of those howitzers, which are those cannons and, uh, the men and the equipment and the logistics that went with that, the administration, everything. And, um, yeah, so I was in charge of, uh, three of those guns and we, I can't even count how many rounds we fired in different exercises and missions and all kinds of stuff. Um, on my deployment, I, we never actually brought any of the howitzers over to overseas with us. So I was a liaison for um, all things artillery, fire support, and air support. 
um, because we learned that in our schooling. Um, so I went actually with an infantry unit and an infantry battalion. So, um, so yeah, we, when we were in Iraq and, and Africa, um, the whole time I was assigned to an infantry unit. So I was with those guys a hundred percent of the time. And we would just talk, you know, all things, whether that was artillery, fire support or air support. Now, do um, those, so, uh, those guns, are they kind of loud? Cause I was around some guns <laughs> and, uh, some of them guns were kind of loud. So yeah, this... that one, uh, that give off a big boom. I'll say, um, <laughs> I'll say that when I went in for like my disability uh, at the end of my career and they were doing my hearing test, I the, the lady kept looking up at me, like waiting for me to like press the button that I had heard something, you know, oh. like preemptively. And I was like, should I be hearing something, you know? <laughs> um, but the yeah, they are, um, besides the hearing, I think it's actually the the jolt that it gives you. Oh, you know? okay. We would, um, we actually had to wear certain pieces of, of gear of technology that these contractors would bring in and it would measure the amplitude of the shock wave from the artillery pieces whenever they would fire. And once it hit a certain amount, you had to stop for the day or you were at risk of potentially having some type of, I mean, who knows? We still haven't really seen a ton of the effects or all of the effects, I guess I should say from this. But um, yeah, when you're using a higher charge for some of the rounds, um, you can definitely get some brain damage, some internal damage. So those, those little pieces of machinery were, were there to kind of help us through that. And That's we a... utilize those. Yeah. For us, but. Well, once you joined the, well, the Marines just had a birthday not too long ago as well. So... They did. They did, which was but... a lot of fun. We did a stream on it. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was great. It was that's a lot of fun. Cool. You... You got to travel to a bunch of strange and interesting places. Mm. And one place in particular is, is a place that I've been to uh, that I, we were talking before the stream started. <laughs> um, this is a place in Africa, everyone. It's a place mm. in Africa called Djibouti. Djibouti, Africa. It's one of the, uh, it's one of the hottest places in the world. At least that's what oh. they told me when I was there. How long did you stay in... Like, why the Djibouti? What What is in Djibouti for, for you guys to do, number one? That's a great uh, when question. When I was there, yeah. we, were, we built uh, rain collectors for the poor. Oh, okay. And I wasn't there that long because it was it was hot. I mean, it was just hot beyond measure. Ugh. So, yeah, I what in the world did you with... do in that place? It's not a very big country, but, you know. Right. It's... um. Yeah, well, you and I were joking because of just the the name of it, you know, in the first place. Yeah. Like, who who would have thought Djibouti, Africa, you know? But um, yeah, we ended up going there. Thankfully, I was only there for about a month. Um, we were doing an exercise there, uh, kind of a proof of concept exercise, to essentially see how quickly we would be able to reinforce um, one of the um, units over there if if they needed to be, and so. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't, we didn't have any specific, um, I guess, tasks while we were there. Uh, but our proof of concept exercise succeeded and, and it was, it was really, it was really well received by higher ups and everything, which was good. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, so it, was it was a, it was a month. wild time. Well, yeah, but... the, the only reason I brought that up, but you, 
you've also did a tour in the Middle East. You were mm-hmm. in Iraq. Mm-hmm. I know there's yeah. some things you're not allowed to talk about um, right. over there. How but how long were you? How long were you over in the Middle East for? We were there for about seven months total. So there, you know, there are times where you'll where you'll go between, you know, uh, where we would go from from Baghdad, um, Iraq to Kuwait, which is like really where it's more of a holding cell. It's kind of where we would travel to and from. And we'd always kind of have like a home base in Kuwait. Um, so if we needed to go to, you know, Egypt or Africa or mm-hmm. Iraq, um, a couple of my friends went to uh, Afghanistan. It all kind of happened in Kuwait. So that's where we were mainly, you know. Um, How hot was it there? You know, was it, it was in Djibouti. It was hot, um, but <laughs> Iraq was surprising, like to the extent to where I had never felt that kind of heat before. It was 120, oh, wow. I think, at times in Iraq. And in Djibouti, the weird thing about Djibouti was that um, it was it was not only hot, but at the time we were there in this kind of like stormy rain type season. So we had this big sandstorm hit us, but then it rained right after. And this is all still while it being like a hundred degrees outside. So, um, I could not, uh, I, w- I was, I was baffled at the type of weather that we were experiencing there. It was unreal. Um, but yeah, uh, George, I, George is in the chat says hi. And a lot of people in the chat are just saying hi. Oh, nice. Um, well, hello everyone. Really great to see and hail George, George and I met in Vegas as well. So yeah, such a cool, yeah, uh, such absolutely. A cool uh, David Harvey's in the chat saying, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate um, it. And some other things as well, too. I'll try to read some of that stuff. Yeah, as for we sure. Get, as we get closer, I see your questions. Other people have questions in there as well. It's so nice that you guys are here stopping by and, and saying hi to everyone. Um, but yeah, here's George. He says, uh, tell Max hi. Met him in Vegas. Yes. McKenna has a question, and I will, I'll get to her question. And so does Rose. Uh, I, I got your questions. I'm going to get to them everyone it's pretty cool it's 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 i think he's able to answer him that's all everyone is saying thank you for your service we greatly appreciate it oh, uh, absolutely uh absolutely absolutely but this thank is the guys, thing here awesome. the reason why i brought that up is because for some for some reason when people visit other countries they get kind of like a world perspective mm. like a interesting world perspective and then they come back to america you know, and they kind of see the different things that are going on. Um, and it sometimes, not every time, but for some people, it makes you either appreciate what you have more or mm. just look at things a little differently. I'm not sure. But I know for me, like traveling all over the place, it, when it comes to politics or laws and things like that, it's uh, I have like a different perspective than maybe than others just because the world operates differently you know uh the world operates differently and and you just have somewhat of a different respect of the freedoms that you have at least for me and then i'll let you speak on that but i would come back from these countries and just be like i am so grateful Mm. i can get in my car (laughs) and drive maybe I don't know, 
uh, 20 yards and get a hamburger <laughs> and get as many as I want. You know what I mean? With the yeah. milkshake and fries. <laughs> I was just somewhere where they don't have that option. You know, mm-hmm. I, they don't have that option. Uh, and, and, and it was just like these little things that just made me so appreciative of, I mean, listen, hot showers coming back and like, I'm taking a oh hot shower. Gosh. That was like, yeah. Wow. You know, those little and, things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I spent a month in a place where all they had was bucket baths. I don't know if mm-hmm. you ever took a bucket bath, but they're not yeah. the greatest. You just have a <laughs> bucket of water. And it's like, this is all you got, buddy. Make yeah. it count. You yeah. know, it's like, make it count. And so, you know, it's so you appreciate all these things, but did you have, did you have any, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure where you stayed when you were overseas, but, but uh, what was it like coming back to America from seeing the different world, the different world views and stuff like that? Yeah, man, there's, yeah, there's a whole lot to unpack with that question, man. Cause, um, you know, like you were saying, when you go over to these, these places, you have a new appreciation for what you come back to here in America. Um, and you never, well, I'll I'll say that I think that's why you're so well-spoken you're so well-versed. You're extremely like, um, I don't know, you, you just have an outlook of the world that I think a lot of people need to see because you have been to these places. Um, that experience is like priceless. You know, a lot of people will say it's better than a college degree. And I completely agree um, to meet these people, to be in these civilizations, to be in these cultures, you really see the world for outside of just this bubble with Twitter and politics and, you know, just kind of stuff that doesn't really amount to anything or stuff yeah. that for a lot of people doesn't really matter. Um, and so when and you, can you imagine that, people's entire existence is about twitter oh and things yeah, that are yeah. trending and every chance they get it's like boom yeah. boom like i gotta send a tweet out oh i gotta yeah. support this cause with a tweet oh mm-hmm. i'm doing my 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 civic duty with this hashtag boom yeah. boom boom you know and it's just like you're really not doing anything buddy <laughs> it's like you just it's riling like up least... other twitter people yeah, it's the it's like the least amount of effort you could possibly do. You're either sitting or on your phone or literally laying down thinking that you're, you know, an activist and, you know, I'm not I'm not going I'm not here to to bash anyone. However, those that are bashing others, those who are putting others down or trying to call other people out and saying that you don't understand or you don't know, I don't think anyone really understands until you have those experiences outside of this place. So, um, but yeah, man, I, I, uh, yeah, George, I kiss the ground whenever, uh, come back to USA. I, I believe it, man. I was there. Um, and I'm sure Jay has done the same thing. Like you said, those hot showers, whew, I, I, there's nothing better. So we, um, yeah, instead of the buckets, we would just do water bottles. So if you had like a little you had a water, water bottle, bottle shower, you, you just kind of, you just kind of do this with some baby wipes, you know, and, uh, or like you'd have multiple of them, you know, you'd have a whole case or whatnot. But, <laughs> Baby um, wipes and bottle bottles of water. Got to do what yes. you got to do. I've never <laughs> so, done that one. I never but, done that. Um, but I mean, so, getting water yeah. out of a well. Number one, when I had these bucket baths, the first few days, yeah. that water stinks. I mean, it smells <laughs> like eggs, sulfur, oh. or whatever. And they're like, "Hey, you get to wash in this." And then, like oh, after no. you know, 
after a week you stop smelling it but you don't realize that you still stink like eggs and sulfur (laughs) so it's like a constant you know you walk around and i'm like you know or i get on a I get on a plane and it's just like dude what the heck (laughs) are you okay man Um, i felt so bad for our oh no i was was just gonna say i felt so bad for our flight attendants who were on the flight coming home from our deployment because we just stunk so bad. I mean, it was horrendous. The whole plane just smelled so bad. Um, but, uh, and, and so, you... yeah, so. Oh, go oh, ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I, I was just going to say, so um, for the times that you have been overseas like that, um, those have been for missions trips. Is that is that correct? Pretty like. For the most part? Or? For the most part, it was like I was contracted such a weird word to use to uh, lead teams from different organizations to different countries. Like it'll be doctors, it'll be uh, construction workers. Mm-hmm. Some of it was like uh, uh, church youth groups, uh, yeah. church groups, other organizational groups, um, the red hat ladies group. I don't know. It's just a group. <laughs> they wanted to go serve. And so like they went and it was a, uh, it was an interesting, you know, you just meet a bunch of interesting people. You meet a bunch of really cool people. You meet a bunch of spoiled people. Yeah. I just would never like a lot of the times I really should write this book or something where people would be like, oh, I'm here to serve and and yeah, we're going to get stuff done. We're going to build a school and and everything. And then it's like five minutes later, hey, Jay, there's no hot water here. Like I, I can't function without hot water. I'm like, you know where we're at, right? You're like, like that's you know what we're, we're here, at, right? Yeah. Like, you know how that water's coming out of the shower head? There's a giant bucket on the ceiling of this yeah. building. And when you turn it on, it's just gravity. Like, that's it. <sighs> and it, it ain't going to get filled up again until it rains. So yeah. be cautious in how much you use. You know, there's there's no hot water. And it's like, oh, I didn't read that in the fine fine print, Jay. <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't read that. So it's like, yeah, well... What are you going to do? Dude, I had one time. (laughs) I hope that if they're listening, whatever. But I had (laughs) one time. This was years ago. They're probably not listening. But years ago, um, these two college girls, probably, I want to say 19 and 22. They could be 20 and 23, something like that. They were friends. Uh, They came to Haiti with a bunch of college students to do to do some work and so i was asked to get them to their place where they were staying get basically i was their shuttle guy like and make sure you get everything and so i have strict rules when i run a team i'm like they can't do this they can't do this they can't do this they can't do this these two girls out of a group of 40 decided that they were going to go out in the middle of oh, Port-au-Prince, no. Haiti. This was like a few years after the devastating earthquake. Okay. Yeah. People are getting killed. People are like kidnapped. I all the worst things you could think of. That's what's yeah. happening to people. These are two blonde haired white girls going in the Just middle of the night to find a club in the middle of Port-au-Prince, Haiti. No. Yeah, roaming the streets. Uh, no. And all of a sudden, it was like one of my interpreters came to my door. It's like 1 a.m. Uh, 
Jay, we're missing two people. And I'm like, what? Who are you missing? Because usually we stayed in like a compound type thing and yeah. we, it was everything was locked. And I was like, who are we missing? And it's so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, where are they? So finally, they come home an hour later. And I was just like, hey, get your stuff. I'm taking you to the airport. Yeah. You are no longer, I can no longer have <laughs> yes. you on this trip. And so oh, that, I was God. like, they're like, what? I'm like, nah, I'm sorry. You're like, no. I'm taking yeah. the airport, the first flight out. Call your mom, tell them they're paying for it. And they were like, no, you can't do that. I was like, the heck I can't. Like, you went yeah. in one of the most dangerous places in the world one of the most dangerous at the time at the time yeah. because it was right. just a natural disaster you know we just had a you know a terrible disaster well, probably looting and, and everything so too, like it was just it was off yeah there was no police there was no security mm-hmm. there was no nothing at the time <clears throat> so it's a little well it was a little different anyway it's in a whole other story but i was like you're lucky nothing happened to you like you're lucky nothing happened to you and wild. um they're like yeah we saw some it got weird that's why we came back we won't do it again and i was like <laughs> yeah it got Bye. a little weird of course it no did, i yeah. didn't i wasn't playing it because like you do it once you'll do it twice and yeah. it was it was just that's... like i'm sorry like i'm i'm pretty chill but that was like a big no-no because yeah. uh, it was very clear to everyone do not leave at a certain time you know, like it, we would always be back in our compound before the sun went down because it's like no power, yeah. like pitch dark, you know, like anything, you never know what could happen anyway. And yeah, it shows it, their, it, you know, it just shows, shows their true intention of like, were they re- really actually there to try and help people? They're going out to like find a club in the middle of the night. I don't think their intention in being there, you know, I really mean, reflects what their actions just, are. Yes. So I'm glad that you just said nope later. Common sense, man. Up. Yeah, come on. It's like a little common sense, and I yeah, I was like really clear. But anyway, anyway, so after all that time, when I come back to the states, I dive into something that's a beautiful escape for me, mm. which is Star Wars and mm. all my favorite films. Of course. And now we're at this time. Where it's hard to watch anything on TV because of what's going on. And I and I only bring that up as a transition to you, my friend, because you love pop culture. Mm-hmm. You could tell by his background. The man loves his comic <laughs> books. Loves Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, Superman's taken a little beat up these past few weeks. He, yeah, he's been... Uh, he's been the... <laughs> He's been like the the brunt of the joke for like the past month. I feel like uh, I could have content for years of, of within the past week of like or what was that like two weeks ago? You know when they announced all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's been brutal for him. He's Has been it been brutal for you seeing some of your favorite characters not being treated the way they should be treated? Right. Is that is that a proper statement or yes. I okay. I I would absolutely state that. Um and with you know, well, first of all, excellent execution on the segue. <laughs> that was perfect. I think that was such a smooth transition because it really is like and I'd love to ask you about this later as well, but Oh, sure. When you came back from those 
you know, fr from those trips overseas and from these countries um, that are just so, so much different than what we experience on our everyday or day-to-day -day, like basis. Um, with those, uh, with those experiences, when you come home, like you said, you look for that escape. And one of the big reasons how I found you guys, um, you know, Gary, uh, yourself, Geeks and Gamers. Geeks and Gamers crew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was when I started, when I came home from my deployment. And I noticed that there was a shift in writers, in editors, in culture. Um, and whereas before, I had never really thought about it, you know. Um, <clears throat> in the Marine Corps, we are taught to you know, through even from, from day one, when you swear in and you swear an oath to the service and you sign your contract and all that stuff, they say from here on out, your voice is to support and defend the constitution of the United States. Boom, period. That's it. If anyone comes up to you and they're a reporter and they go, Hey, uh, you know, Captain Priestley, would you like to comment on that? Nope. We, we support and defend the constitution of the United States and the declaration of independence. That's, that's what we're here to do. So it was very easy for us to take a stand on things because we never had to really look at one side or the other. It was always just, we're here to defend the country. We're here to support and defend the constitution of the United States. So then I leave, you know, I come home from the deployment. Um, I exit out of the Marine Corps and now I'm seeing, I'd, you know, I still want to do that. I still want to support and defend, but now it's like, what are we talking about here? Why, why has our values, why have our morals now changed to identity politics, virtue signaling, pseudo-moralistic pseudo -moralistic values, you know, like where people are preaching that they have these moralistic stances and ideologies and yet practicing something completely different. Um, so I started seeing this and I was like, what the hell? And like you said, it started seeping into the comic books. And now we're seeing the repercussions of all that going on with Superman releasing that, um, you know, he is, he doesn't stand for the American way, which a lot of people will argue with me on, and that's fine. But with the statement being removed from the from his catchphrase, if you will, um, truth, justice in the American way, for those who have served um, and for those who know Superman and for those who have read his comic book, it's, you know, it's saying it without saying it, you know, it was DC essentially being able to try and get away with, with removing it and replacing it with a better tomorrow, which they think is more globally minded, um, which it is. And there's nothing wrong with having that globally minded, you know, effort right but hit the thing is yeah, max is you fall, well no no it's fine you we fall in love i don't know maybe not fall in love is the right term but these characters begin to mean something to us like luke skywalker mm -hmm. you know it's like when i was a kid that was like a pop culture figure you could look up to the guy defended mm -hmm. his friends uh he was willing to die for his friends Never gave up on his family, mm. you know, was willing to die for his dad who turned to Darth Vader. I mean, all those things like those type of characteristics that you don't really, you know, that that's something, something that my parents were like, that's a good, 
characteristic to you know be like luke skywalker always be there always tell the truth always fight for what's right always defend even when someone does something wrong you know darth vader was a terrible terrible person but he still believed in him you know what i mean so it was like and then you see how they just totally destroy that character at least at least on on my end so now you have one of your favorite characters Mm -hmm. and they're deciding to change it how does it like I mean, what does that mean to you personally? Like, how does that, what does that do to you personally? Is it just like, well, it's just a fictional character, no loss, or, you know, or it's just like sad to see that. How how do you feel like on things like that? Yeah, that that's such a great question, man. And I think, I think to answer it honestly, um, and by the way, I know chat is blowing up right now, guys. You are seriously so awesome. So at any time, if um, Jay, if you want to pull a question from the chat or anything, just let me know, and I have no. Oh problem. yeah, yeah, I'll grab it. Um, I'm, but, thank you uh, all for being here. Please hit that like button if you're listening yeah. on Spotify. We record these live on YouTube. Mm. Um, so thank you guys for your support, and uh, I see you, chat. I see everything. So appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah, chat's chat's on fire. So thank you guys so much. Um, but yeah, to go back to your question, um, to on, to answer it honestly, and I appreciate you mentioning Luke Skywalker because, like you said, it has this this hero's arc. You know, this this person that stands for us, the fans, someone that you can relate to, who has related across the entire world. Star Wars has been related to. And, um, and Luke Skywalker in particular, same thing with Superman, same thing with Batman, same thing with Wonder Woman. These are icons. These are figures. These aren't people necessarily. And they are ideals. You know, they're things to look up to. They're things to hope for, you know, I'll never be Superman, but, but his morals, his ethics, the things that he stands for, that's what I resonate with, or at least I would like to. You know, I want yeah. to live up to that. So the the deconstruction, dehumanization of these characters, at first, I was very apathetic towards it. Um, I said, you know what? Who cares? Whatever. They're going to do what they want to do. And I, I'm just one voice. I can't change it. Um, until I found this fellowship on YouTube. And I started noticing how vocal people were and how so much support there was with these voices and that people were agreeing with them. And people were saying, yes, where is my Superman that I have read since the 60s and 70s? You know, um, where is my uh, my classic Silver Surfer that Stan Lee, you know, um, wrote and was Stan Lee's like baby, you know, like Spider-Man and Silver Surfer were arguably some of Stan's most beloved characters that he ever wrote. Um, and so you, you, I, I saw that going on, on in this, in this fellowship. And I said, maybe I should care, you know, maybe wh- why shouldn't I care? Um, these things are important to me. And if I downplay that, I'm just being dishonest to myself and dishonest to the characters that I love. And so that's when I started fighting back and you know joining this uh, rebellion if you will yeah um and uh and so thanks to you guys uh, and and through this this fellowship so much of this stuff has been vocalized so much of it has been called out and we have now 
I think, you know, people are being heard now. And I think that's really what's most important because at the time, because I was so apathetic towards it, it was really hard on, on your, on your mental health, you know, um, coming back from a deployment, you know, seeing everything in the middle East coming home, seeing politics, division, um, polarization everywhere. Your mental health is, can easily be one of the first things to go, um, to one of the first things to be attacked. Why, why do you so, think there's, um, why do you think there's yeah. so much division? Why, why, like, like, and, and just, why, why do you think there's so much division in this country right now? What is the, what, what do you see? I don't think there's a wrong answer because I think the perception of so many of seeing if somebody just got their news and perception of the world through Twitter, people would mm. swear like anyone that disagrees are racist or toxic or whatever you want to call yeah. it. If people got their information from Facebook, they just oh, see my mom's flowers and pie pictures that she posts, uh, you yeah, know, right. so it's like everyone has a different perspective and even the cities that they live in, you know, it can also shape the way you see, you know, I live in Florida, Florida, people used to laugh at Florida for years, like yeah, oh, they, Florida, huh? Florida, Florida, like Australia. Yeah. The, the Florida, Florida man, man, the Australia yeah. of, of America. Now everyone's like, yeah, I think we got to move to Florida. <laughs> it's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they've been free for a long time, you know? And, yeah. and, you know, it's like Jay's posting pictures without masks on and he's just like going everywhere mm. and in Florida and there's no issues going on. And so, so, you know, no, not so many people are laughing right now, but yeah. uh, what do you, what do you think? What, what, um, what do you think when you see? So, yeah, so it's kind of to what you were, what you spoke about earlier was essentially like that, you know, what, why do why do you think we're we're seeing this divide, um, this polarization of people, this politicization of everything? You like, you eat a sandwich, it's politicized. You walk down the street, it's politicized. There's there's literally nothing now that has been not touched um, uh, with all this stuff. And Clobby, uh, great to see you in the chat, by the way, brother. Um, it it is ideals and morals, and that's why it's so inspiring. Um, and yes, I, I meant to say Jack Kirby for Silver Surfer. So I appreciate you uh, reminding me. Um, and I think honestly, it had a lot to do with the pandemic. Um, and I think that's where things started to politicize because once you take something that's that's medical and you add politics to it, you add money to it, you add politicians and it's like too many cooks in the kitchen type of thing. And, and you get this thing that now turns into this monster um, where it is dividing people politically. It's dividing people morally. Um, you know, even people uh, I saw a lot of church churches. Yeah. Um, so that had to either shut down or stay open and then, okay. So say you're a church that stays open. The people who, don't want you to stay open are now sending you death threats. These are the same people that you've baptized, that you have preached the gospel to. You know, it's 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 a lot of hypocrisy. It's a lot of dehumanization when you take a group of people and say that they're 
thought process is insignificant or that it doesn't matter. Um, and because of the pandemic, when people stay inside like this, like we were talking about Twitter, you know, you can say whatever the hell you want on there and with no repercussions. And so people have gotten used to that standard of living. Unless you post a Gina Carano, yes, that's careless true. whisper picture, the then little, they take your Twitter away. In there. Yeah. Like mine, yeah. So yeah. just uh, just throwing that, that out is, there, everyone. That is twenty three thousand followers on my Twitter. Yeah, gone <laughs> Pew, like a fart. Pew. There it is. Good night. Didn't man. take long. Like I, but, yeah, and that's that's the other thing is like a lot of this is run by people who don't want your voice to be heard um yeah and that's, uh that's that's the scary part so i um, i honestly think yeah. that the people that run the social media are a little nervous about maybe elections coming up mm-hmm. because in florida they passed the law that if that if you live in florida and you were banned or kicked off because of a different opinion you're allowed to sue so that's in florida hmm. yeah yeah okay. our governor passed that law wow so and so so you think you might be able to no because i uh, play because it had i i did when i tried to get my twitter back i had right. so many people i had people look at it and say can i get this back because it was a good promotional tool to have but they they were like well you did play a song, even though it was for like six seconds. And mm. in their guidelines, mm. you're not allowed to do that. So I was like, okay. They they got me there. So it 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 I, was just the yeah. I don't yeah. know how you can post hardcore porno. And I'm I apologize yeah. if like if no, yeah. I don't apologize. You're right. I mean, um, it's not as... But I mean, this is where everyone's going to come in the chat now because you said porn. So yeah, yeah. Now they're they're paying attention. (laughs) But (laughs) that's how that's how you get the viewers, right? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like you literally, and and we're all adults here. You go on Twitter, look up any actress or actor, and you can scroll down and see every picture. There's no adult warning content. There's nothing. It is all there, and you can scroll through it, and there nothing. And so you think as a 12 year old kid who just started, if you're a Twitter child, account, don't do that at all. Please. Yes, please do not do that. <laughs> no, but yeah, the, they, but, they, there's um, nudity and all kinds of stuff. And yet, yeah, they were but, just but like, a, a song gets you taken. Taylor Whisper J. Nah, I bro. I don't get it, man. You can't have that. Yeah, no, no. our rules. So, Careless Whisper is too sexy you know. for the internet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I know. It's it's one of those crazy things. But I mean, we t- we were talking about division, and the crazy thing is, someone in the chat just mentioned about even like you said, like churches were divided. Mm. Um, I've never, I've never seen it like this before. This whole um dividing on politics and it goes for churches schools family members um anything if you say this is where i want to if you say like this is where i want to (laughs) be then uh and this is where i I plant my flag you immediately isolated yourself 
from a from a bunch of people and 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 it's like they won't even sit down and have a conversation as to why yeah it's just like oh i see i see where you are okay then you know i'm done with you i don't want anything people in the chat are saying right now i've lost so many friends yeah. because of this political climate and and that's the thing too it's like people that there's even people that have uh that have we talk about this at, on this podcast we talk about people's faith and faith that they have and and even then it's like going to some churches it's like divided because of politics but not coming together because of a belief in god which is so backwards mm-hmm. you know i if you read the bible it's interesting they they went they went to jesus and they thought Jesus was going to overthrow the government. Like, that's what they were, you know, they were like, Jesus, should we pay taxes? Jesus, should we do this? Jesus already. And he's like, I'm not here for none of that nonsense. You know, I'm here because I love you. Right. And, and, you know, he was like, and he always came back with like these, these, these answers. You're like, you're going to pay taxes, Jesus. He goes, give Caesars what's Caesars. He says, Mm -hmm. pay taxes, pay taxes. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not here for that. I'm not here for that. But we, like I said, we've got to this this terrible point where it doesn't matter what you do if you stand if you plant your flag politically here, then you're discredited. Yeah. You know, I mean, how is a person to even have like faith? Like, where does where does one's faith lie when when even that is questioned because of you know because you don't like cancel culture? You know, mm-hmm. or you don't like the way the comic book industry is going, or you don't like the way what they're doing in movies right now, or or this or that. you know what I'm saying? It's like how how do you, Max? How does your faith impact you with like uh, all this stuff? My my parents always have said, and I and it's you know this it's easier said than done, of course. Um, so don't hear me say that. I'm so much holier than now and that I, you know, oh, always practice that. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, you know, it's kind of this audience of one mentality that if you, um, if you give glory, glory to your King, if you work on the relationship with you and Christ, if you try and live out the gospel, these are things that are not of this world and that will bring you, so much more peace, you know, um, cause happiness, I feel like is relative. Uh, you can be happy, you can be sad, but you will still have that relationship with Christ. And so it will bring you a sense of peace, even in times of, of disturbance, even in times of, uh, trial. And you so peace? I, I wish, <laughs> you know, it's tough, man. It's tough. There are days where there are days where you feel at times that you feel that, you know, you feel that presence and that peacefulness, and there are times where you you feel kind of strayed from the path, and it's tough. Um, I, I don't think this walk is was ever meant to be easy. I mean, I know uh, Jesus's walk was extremely difficult, um, and so to so for us now to be persecuted as Christians makes a lot of sense. You know, um, e- even in his Sermon on the Mount, he in in Matthew. Um, if you guys have read the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew five through seven, but he talks about how be 
um, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but he kind of, he kind of says, be joyful or, or be understanding when you are persecuted because of me, because just like me, I was persecuted by the prophets who came before you. So when you feel that persecution, it's, it's okay. Know that I have gone through that as well. Um, and right now, I mean, Jay, you and I are en- public enemy number one, where we've got everything going against us. We're white, we're male, yeah. we're Christians, you know, like we love freedom. Like, oh God, that's the worst thing you could possibly think of. Right. And yet I feel like we're very understanding, at least the Christians who uphold this, you know, this gospel are, are called to be understanding. We're called to be patient and, and compassionate towards people, which a lot of this polarization, it comes from people who say, we just want the best for people. We're trying to look out for people. We're the ones who want, you know, equal, uh, you know, like equality across all genders and all races and blah, blah. I and mean, Jesus I, I, died for what he believed in. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's a big, that's a big meatball hanging out there. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. uh, he, he died for what he believed in. And it's, it, for me, it's, it's a struggle to understand faith because so many, not so many. Uh, let me take that back. It's 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 hard to un, uh, understand faith because a lot of people put it now with their political lines. Right. You know what I'm saying? If and you, if you're a Christian, you're automatically this. If you're a Christian, you're automatically Republican, right. and you probably voted for Trump, and you right. probably right. own a gun, and you're probably <laughs> white, and you probably hate. Uh, the LGBTQ community, and yeah, you're probably yeah. a trans. I mean, the list goes on mm-hmm. and on and on, you know. And it and it just it just doesn't stop there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, just be because then what happens is you step into this whole progressive movement that is trying to change genders and and this identities and you know even religion like this is why so going back to pop culture this is why one of the reasons why they hate chris pratt mm, because yeah. chris pratt goes to church he went to church he's he still goes to church and he's proud of it and mm. elliot page is was a her now is transitioning to a him i believe i mm. said his name correct went on this whole tirade on twitter on everywhere else just saying he goes to a church, so he probably doesn't like people like us. He hates us. He hates us. Get him out of Hollywood. We don't want that type here. Hollywood is for progressing. And you've had Hollywood actresses and actors come out now. And I can't remember her name to say we should probably split split America into two countries. Mm, yeah, the yeah. ones that, that Sarah think Silverman? like yes, Silverman. Yeah, yeah. The ones that think like we do, mm. and like the Christian folk over there. Yeah. You know, like like that type of thinking. Let's just split it in two because I, I can't deal with them anymore. Essentially, you what know? is segregation? You know what I mean? Which this country has been trying to fight against, you know, for, for years now. Um, but yeah, no, that's I, a, I that's the thing. It's just like <laughs> it's like what and and all but see, that's the problem is I hate politics. I hate it. I've yeah, everywhere I've been around the world, politicians have done nothing. Yeah. 
in my in my humble opinion, have done nothing but hurt uh, countries and things like that. I've seen corruption, things like that, and it's and it was the love of the individual that made the biggest change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the love of the individual that uh, made the made the mo- biggest impact on other people's lives. Right, man, that's impactful, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like people put too much faith in their government. So Hmm. now you have pop culture basically saying this is the direction we're going to go. And if you don't like it, then you're the problem Mm -hmm. because this is the right. (laughs) This is this is how we move forward. You know, this is how we this is how we make things better. This is how you know, tax the rich, you know, all that stuff, all all those things like that. This is how we make things better. But as someone like yourself who served, who's seen the world, who's seen pop culture for what it is, you know, back and forth, it's like, does it, does it, are you nervous about our future? Do you, is it like faith is now more, it's like, this is more important now than anything else or, or, is it this is our time to fight with our wallets is i what is it what is it what how do you deal with it max with all that um, coming down on you cuz you serve this country yeah. you serve this country you know and to see a country that you dedicated your life you would to die for this country if need be mm-hmm. you know and then to see kind of the division like this it's got of like it's got to weigh on you a little bit i i mean i assume i could be wrong but no you're you're 100 right man and it's um it is it's exhausting at times um i think uh, i was even speaking to mckenna about this not too long ago but there are days where i've either had to cancel a, a live stream or there are days where i've had to um you know cancel on, on, uh, plans with friends or whatnot, because you feel when you're, when you're in this, I guess, realm, you feel the weight of hatred. You know, you feel the weight of people dehumanizing you and trying to take the things that you love. Um, and you feel, you feel that to like, you feel that very personally, Um, I'll give two very personal examples for me. Um, Kamala Harris, not too long ago. uh, However you feel about her politics, that's fine. But I would like to present an example that I felt very um, strongly about. Uh, She had posted on her Twitter, uh, enjoy the long weekend a while ago on Memorial Day. I don't know if you saw that, um, not too, Mm -hmm. last Memorial Day. Uh, completely showing a, a lack of respect and a complete disregard for those who had died. Not not just the people who served, but those who had died for the country. So that for me was very personal. Um, and then when the most recent attacks in Afghanistan happened, I had friends that were in Afghanistan at the time um, that were part of that unit there that were reporting back to me because I had served with them. And they were telling me what was going on and, and kind of just giving me updates. You know, this is uh, this is how the guys are doing. This is how we're feeling. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a six foot two, 215 pound dude. And I cried. I cried like cried like a little baby because that 
I'm, I'll try not to curse because I don't want to, you know, get us in trouble here. But okay. that crap uh, hurts and it's very impactful um, and it's very personal. So uh, I, th- I think now that we're seeing the shift in in politics and personality and in people to hate so strongly a certain type of person, whether it's veterans, whether it's white people, whether it's males, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it weighs down on you to the point where you feel like, is it ever going to get better? You know, uh, you don't see like an, uh, like a light at the end of the tunnel because you don't know where this is going. And honestly, I don't think that those people know where it's going either. Um, they, Mm. I don't know if they even have a goal or an end game in mind. I think they're just doing this to hear themselves talk or to hear to feel like they're bettering themselves. Um, so it's difficult, man. And and um, yeah, I, I would say it's extremely now, or especially now, it's it's extremely difficult because, like you said, when you would come home from these countries, you would want to watch Star Wars, you'd want to read the books, you'd want to get immersed in that yeah. world. And these things that we used to do that with now aren't ours anymore. Um, it's not even the people's no. anymore. It belongs to corporations now. Yeah. Um, and so literally there's no escape. And um, so I think it's it's really sad to see that. And I think why a lot of people feel weighed down and why a lot of people feel, um, feel that same emotion um, of feeling kind of trapped or that they can't see an end. Um, so, and, and I know for you too, man, I mean, um, I, I could only imagine just how, how heavy this stuff can weigh on you as well. Cause you have a, a larger, um, base of, of people who you speak to on a daily basis. You have a larger fan base, a larger, you know, this rebellion, um, I don't know if I have fans, platform. I have people that tolerate me maybe. But... <laughs> I don't know, man. For everyone who's showing up today, those are those are some pretty hardcore fans. I gotta, so I got to tell you, um, when it comes to Star Wars now, I've kind of, like, it doesn't make me mad anymore. I've just mm. kind of, yeah. It, it, I was angry. I didn't the like the change. Thing. And I've said this a million times. Uh I was kind of getting back into it with Mandalorian, uh, with season two. Gina, they fired Gina. It just started. It's just like, you know what? It's not. It's not for me. <laughs> it's just not mm-hmm. for me anymore. There's got to yeah. be something. There's got to be something that brings me um, joy, like Star Wars used to bring me joy. And I think yeah. that I have. Uh, I found it in a way of talking to people like you and others and seeing their inspiration and seeing what motivates you guys. And we're going to get in, get into that in just a second and seeing people take a step of faith out of the boat and start to explore some of their passions to me like to me those are the stories now that i love to hear to see to watch unfold it might not be on the big screen but it's on this screen you know and i i i love it now i love it it's just like a different uh 
it's a different perspective on, I guess, I don't know if it's my purpose right now, but it's just like, it's something that I, it makes me happy. I love getting emails from people. Just the other day on a Saturday, we had a live stream and we promoted someone's Etsy store and she sold, she sold out a bunch of hats and stuff. And just to see how happy she was that the community would like, I'd rather buy from you than buy from corporate stuff. Yeah. Like that's the kind of joy that like I hold on to for like a couple days, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it, it just was like, all right, who's next? You know, like <laughs> who are we going to help next? You know, who are we yeah. going to help next? And that's like the whole re- welcome to rebellion. It's just like, we're, we're going to do it this way. Like you said, it's like, let's just get away from corporate mm-hmm. and let's just see how we can help you know, my neighbor, you know, like uh, doing stuff. And why don't we buy shirts that actually impact people like selling the rebellion shirts and hats? You know, a lot of that money went to help veterans, you know, and their, and their foundation. And I got yeah. to tour that place to see these transitional homes for veterans, you know, and it's like, it's beautiful, you know, it's beautiful to see like, that's what makes the world for me turn in, in a way in a positive spin instead of seeing all this disgusting hatred i i just i've totally deleted twitter off my phone now so i don't check it Dude, that's because so i can't post yeah. anything without you know i'm not built like you know i'm not built like certain people that can just take take the negative all the time it's like i can't live in that world some yeah. of them love it you know they thrive in it and they and they use it to and, I, and that's cool that's just not that's not where i'm at today you know what I mean? And it's it's like uh, I just want to see the world just I just want to see the joy in the world, the people helping others in the world, the people that are doing things like you, like starting a YouTube channel. Why did you start a YouTube channel, Max? Why did you start a YouTube channel? Um, I honestly started, man, because I wanted to look kind of like what you were saying is like. The, these are these are passions that we have and you know I, i'm not gonna uh, say, don't that... say we it's about this is about you now i know <laughs> he's such a good guy everyone he's such a good guy he tries to divert to somebody else but i'm trying to like <laughs> scoop it out of his heart he's such a he's such a cool such a good guy i hope everyone is subscribing to his channel um but uh, uh why you, like brother. why did you you had a passion yes you wanted yeah, to speak out on something yeah I, yeah, I, I have a, a passion and affinity for comic books and it, you know, obviously it started when I was like in elementary school, like I was pulling Green Lantern books and Wolverine books off the racks. I had no idea what these things were, but they just looked amazing. They were doorways into a different universe, a different world. Um, and, uh, so it was, it was incredible to immerse myself in that. And then I, you know, went from, I went from that to reading all throughout, uh, middle school, high school, you know, of course being made fun of it. Cause like at the time it still wasn't cool, um, through college. But what really was like, what really brought me a lot of peace and a lot of joy, you know, obviously my faith, um, what we talked about earlier but uh, a lot of sanity came from the comic books. I remember reading mm-hmm. uh, like Spider-Man and Silver Surfer, Wolverine, and um, and of course Superman. 
while I was on deployment, you know, cause I had a little tablet, you know, with me and I could just download the, the books and I was able to read them through that. And it, it was just, it was something that I held on to so passionately for the longest time, you know, reading them throughout my life and then really like finding how, how, how being like when you're in such a place that is so lonely, so corrupt, so disjointed and so far from humanity um, to find that in comic books, like I just, I don't know. I, it gave me like this new re revamp of like this new, um, newfound love, this newfound joy of the hobby. So when I got out of the Marine Corps, I was like, man, I'm just throwing myself into this hobby. I'm going to devote myself to this thing, to this passion. And what better way to do that than to share it with people? Um, I mean, so many people are doing it. And my background here is really just some of the stuff that I had like in my house. This is like what I collect because I, it's like, I never intended to show this stuff off. I, you know, it was just kind of my own little man cave. And then sure enough, I was like, well, let's, let me do something with this. Let's, let me talk with people and share this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, sometimes I feel like I can, with the videos that I produce, they can become a little negative. So I, I really want to start trying to do more so of like, here's some of the better books to read or some of the, my yeah. favorite books to read, you know, cause like you said, you hate politics. You hate this division. You want to see mm -hmm. good people doing good things because that brings you joy. And so if, if my whole channel is just bashing the bad stuff that's coming out and just co constantly, constantly producing stuff that's like, you know, this is why this thing is the worst. I, I will produce those things because I want my voice to be heard on that. But I also want to bring a lot of people, a lot of entertainment through this passion, through this, um, this, you know, environment through this atmosphere of, of comic books. And, um, the for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. The Go thing ahead. that's beautiful is, and <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to mention my good friend, Jay, who's in the chat, mm. um, who just made his very own comic book, Ninja nice. Blast. And Heck I yeah. have, I have them here and I can't, this is just one of them, but I just can't. Hell Yeah talk about how amazing like to me this was the adventure story i needed not necessarily comic book comic book's awesome and i can't wait for him to continue that universe but it's also it's like i have a passion for comics i don't like what i see so i'm just gonna make my own you know like i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna make my mm -hmm. own stuff i'm gonna mm -hmm be my own creator and create and, and give out a story that I love that I know other people will love. And to see this young man, like, and he's, I'm going to have him on the podcast pretty much one of these days to talk about that, but to see him go through his ups and downs and yeah, this and that, and just to see him work his butt off. Mm -hmm. And I share that. I share this before, you know, many times and he did it with the platform that he had, you know, like bigger platforms were not inviting him on to talk about his comic book. Right. You know, Jay went out, failed Jay went out and busted his butt and every which way he could, he went on smaller. He went on anyone who invited him to talk about uh, Ninja Blast, his comic book. And he just 
wouldn't quit. You know, he just wouldn't quit until everyone that he possibly know heard about it and they had an opportunity to get it or not. And um, then to see him begin to mail it out to people that took time to invest in him, you know, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and that's that for people that collect comics like yourself. And for me, I mean, I've got a, most people don't know this. I have a huge comic book collection in my closet. That's rad, man. And I, yeah, and I gotta pull it out. Yeah. Oh, if I come on your show, maybe I'll. Oh, there we go. Pull out some of my favorites or something like that. Hell yeah, but that'd be it's, cool. It's uh, it's an inspiration. I see people in my chat right now that have just started streaming and that are doing well. Mm-hmm. I see someone in my chat now. I'm not gonna name your names, but you know who you are. <laughs> who's <laughs> developing like board games and stuff to sell. Um, it, I, cool. I, there's someone in my chat now that just loves to go around and support these independent creators. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing to me. Like that is the time we're living in a time now where, like you said, it's hard not to get negative because it's just hard because everything, <laughs> everything is, is not good right now. Right. Uh, in, 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 Opinion. There is good stuff out there, but it's yeah. it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, you you weed it out back and forth, and some people still love Star Wars, yeah. and to me that's great. Of course, I can yeah. never love it like it used to be because what they did to my friend, number one, mm. and what they said about her, and they lied about her, and it, and I'm like, if that if that's the company that's making something I used to love then how can you support it yeah. how can i right i you know um do i want to watch the kenobi show because of hayden christensen yeah i'll probably go to a friend's house because i still i refuse to get disney plus so like that's Smart, just, yeah. that'll be um but i'm curious you know it's more out of curiosity but yeah, it's just absolutely. it's very it's very difficult i would love on your show if you ever get a chance to uh you know, interview or report on some of these independent comic books that are out there, like these, you know, that that people are making their own comic books that are hugely successful, uh, hugely successful. Absolutely, and, man. Yeah, I think that would be kind of that would be kind of a cool spin, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe maybe it'll it can inject some more love that that comic books aren't dead. They're just in a weird place right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like what, are they, what are they doing? The good Tom King for $5. Thank you so much. It's like, it's because it's because of your guys support. Like we could do shows like this. So thank you for the super chat. Uh, great show. You're doing great work, Jay. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate Thanks, the super brother. chat um, so much. So, and I also appreciate the fact that you want to, try to do positive positive things because it's I, like i said it's so easy to fall into the it's easy to fall in the negatives trap. man when it's a yeah. lot of uh when it's a lot of bad things out there and i think you know? yeah if, if we you know because I, I would love to just kind of bury my head in the sand and go eh i'm not gonna I'm done I'm not right? gonna ta- yeah i'm done yeah. like whatever just i'm not gonna talk about it but I feel like if I don't, 
I'm afraid that one, I won't be informed on what's going on. And two, that they'll just continue to keep doing it if no one actually talks about it. So that's the only reason why I still want to continue to do the kind of conflicting uh, media stuff where it's like, you know, people are going to be torn on some of this. But um, overall, I think, like you said, to bring more joy to the hobby, to the passion, um, I think that's what people really need and what what people want. Um, I'll, I'll never say that that I think they need that. You know what I mean? Because that's what the corporations sure. are doing. They're saying, well, these fans need this character. And it's like, no, no, no. We don't even want that character, let alone need that character, you know? So, um, so I'll never, I don't think I'll ever tell my fans, you know, you guys need to see this particular, um, but I can only take recommendations and what they would want and hope to want to see. And I think, uh, that is joyful content, fun content and, um, you know, create like a creative outlet for people to go to and, and just like have fun at and, uh, you have to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even you some of the, to. um, you have to, because if, if, if you can't stop having, f- you got one life, man, Yeah, you got to have some fun. Yeah, know? seriously. You got to have some fun. And if your passion yeah. is comic books, there's definitely an outlet to make things fun again. You know, mm-hmm. there's definitely going to be, uh, there's definitely going to be challenges and stuff to, to make things creative and fun and and that's what i and that i think that's i think that's a beautiful thing to to still stay positive in such a negative world you know uh mexican iron man for 15 dollars dude this guy <laughs> uh i i love this guy so much always a supporter fantastic conversation i'm so fired up for this podcast format i just subbed to max go fight and win Hail, brother. Thank you so Thank much, you. man. That is awesome. Thank I you. I appreciate it. So there's people out there creating their own comic books. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that want to start a YouTube channel to uh, talk about their own personal passions. There's people out there that want to do some maybe fan films or something like that. How how would you keep them motivated? Well, how do you keep yourself motivated? I mean, you've got a military background. So if if you didn't want to do anything, that's like too bad, so sad. You're still doing it. Right? Like there's no... No, if if ands or buts about it. It's just... Do do you think that that just carries over in your everyday life? I think it it, uh, it does. Um, One of my... uh, One of my professors um in in college because i went to a christian university and one of my professors and mentors um always spoke to me because i I had told him i was looking to go into the military and he would always talk to me about how do you think we could speak to younger men and women who are looking to better their faith to be more um to, to be more involved with their relationship with christ right and he would always say, how come, you know, the military can get a a young 18 to 20 year old kid behind a sniper rifle for 24, 48 hours without moving, just 
constantly looking down the barrel of a sniper knows that's his job knows that's what he has to do and will do it for the extended amount of time won't eat won't sleep all that stuff and he's like but we can't get those same kids that are that age to spend 10 minutes in their bible or 10 minutes in prayer or 10 minutes you know whatever and i go that's a that's a good question um and it's it's difficult but i think a lot of that is you know the military instills a lot of that dedication a lot of that um you know it, it's it's kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for like the habitual nature of creating habits and continuing to do this thing that you know is like is right um the discipline that's the word i'm looking for the discipline to to keep at something so I definitely think that, that was instilled in me, even at an early age with, you know, my parents, but definitely was just hammered in, you know, final nail in the coffin with the Marine Corps. So to answer your question, that whole roundabout thing, to answer your question, I would say my discipline and my day starts by going to the gym. Um, and for some reason, for me, that's how the, if I get to the gym and I can do a workout the rest of my day is taken care of. I feel more productive. I feel more healthy. Um, I eat better. I sleep better. Um, I feel more energized. Like all that stuff just kind of falls into place after that morning workout. Um, but it came with a lot of, you know, that, that only happened after a lot of determination and, and a lot of, um, I guess I'd, I'd, I'd use the word, um, yeah, just just that that habitual nature again. Um, you ever uh, ever feel like quitting? Like just yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Stuff going I mean, on, and you're just like, I just want to quit. Of course, man. I mean, I think I think that's natural, and I hate to say that, but I, I really do think there are days where you feel like you can't even get out of bed, and those are tough. And I think for people who feel that I would encourage you to say that you're not alone. Um, mm. I would also say that don't, don't be too hard on yourself when those days come around because they will come around and you just have to allow yourself to feel the emotions that are going through you at that time. If you try to suppress them or if you try to turn them into something else, it won't benefit you in the long run. So for me, I found that the best thing to do is to just accept those emotions as they come through and allow yourself to feel happy. If you're, um, <laughs> uh, I guess we're not allowed to quit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think allowing yourself to feel happy. If you're happy, allowing yourself to feel sad, if you're sad, um, those are really impactful. And like I said, when you have those days that you just can't get up, allow yourself that day off, you know, give yourself that, that rest time. Um, and then the next day, get like right back after it. Just say, you know what, Th this is a, a bad day for me, but tomorrow I'm going to attack the day and I'm going to hit hard and I'm going to do everything I need to do. Um, that is, uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had anyone say that. And that's actually just listening to it. It's like, if you're having, if you're sad, just be sad, you know, and kind of work yourself through it. Um, the human emotion we got some crazy emotions, man, especially especially yeah. as alpha males. Sorry, everyone in the <laughs> chat and everyone listening. 
we feel pain too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even though it's like, I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine yeah. while the whole world's burning down. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. There's just fire behind you and you're just like, yeah, everything's okay. Everything's I've fine. also found in my moments of maybe cloudiness or mm. it's all right. Let me just, we'll say this and almost getting ready to close. And then, Oh man, me and Max are going to have a detailed talk from my YouTube members and Patreon. So if you're one of those, you get to hear the extra conversation. Ooh. Um, yeah, but I, there are days and maybe people in the chat can, um, relate. I'm not sure, but, or whoever's listening, there are days that, it's it seems like our receptors are they get over like it seems like we pick up on things that aren't really there mm, like yeah. um is that person talking about me you know it's like yeah our insecurities yeah yes it's like it's like did i do something wrong how come no one texts yeah. me today how come this isn't happening you know what what's wrong what's going on at work like why is no one saying hi to me did i do something am i about to be fired am i this am i that am i this uh it just it's it's all those things and we have those days where it's like it's like um the world's crashing in but it's not really crashing in but we think it's crashing in and we think Mm -hmm. everybody is uh (laughs) is mad at us or or whatever it may be um I have found that having a good circle, a good mm. support circle yeah. is um, is necessary. And for those yeah. that are listening, you got to find someone. I mean, someone that you can talk to on days like that when you think your world is spinning, when it's really not, you know, or maybe it is spinning a little bit and and to just kind of re help you rebalance the problem is too is sometimes we find the wrong people to confess stuff to it's like hey this i think i think billy's talking about me over there now oh yeah tell me more because they just want to it's just finding those it's finding those people that that and they're very hard to find but you find Mm -hmm. them in your circle where you can say hey i gotta dump some stuff on somebody get ready but i trust you enough you know, you're not yeah. going to write it all over the bathroom wall with my <laughs> phone number, you know, like, <laughs> um, it's, that's, it's, you know, yeah, that's such a good point. Man. Even just to have someone, like you said, that can be there to listen to you, like, you know, to just event, to talk through a lot of the feelings and the thoughts that you have just for someone to listen and be there. Like that stuff is so important. Like you were saying. So I, I love that you mentioned that. Well, I think that was when we when we get ready to talk about like faith and church and stuff like the the part of being part of a fellowship yeah. is so important where people share together and worship together. And this is why the Bible talks about talking to one another and mm. going to somebody and saying, man, I'm dealing with something. And where Jesus was like, you got a problem with someone? Just go talk to them. Yeah. Talk to them first. Communicate. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just talk to them. Don't talk to, you know, the other guys. So it gets all like they're playing telephone, you know, like game yeah. when you're a kid. And it's like, no, go to them. And and I know it's uncomfortable, but it might not be a bigger deal than uh what you're dealing with, you know. But and mm-hmm. and then and then Jesus goes on to say, Well, 
if they don't listen to you after you talk to you, then let God deal with it. You know, like mm-hmm. just, just let the big man deal with it. He'll thump him on the head if he has to. That's just that's just how it is. Proxy for 20. Thank you so much for the support, everyone. I really appreciate it. it says also confidence. Uh, and confidence derives from the ability to keep promises you make to yourself. Absolutely. More things you follow through on and accomplish, the higher your confidence will be. Couldn't have said it better, actually. That's awesome, Couldn't have man. said it better. Saying uh, I ha- my, my weird habit is um, I wake up and try to find three things I'm thankful for. So I try to start my Ooh, day every I like day that, man. Yeah. with being thankful even if i had the worst day the night before yeah. it's like waking up and just you know find, even if it's a small thing you know being thankful for three things and just kind of i don't know meditate on it or just think so you have an attitude of thanks you know starting the day and that a lot of times that helps keep my course going where it needs to go you know um so it's it's it hel- it's helped me. And then I'm a checklist person, just like mm. Proxy said. Like I write down stuff I need to accomplish, and I, I get to I get to cross it out every day. And it's like, yes, look what I did. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a male. I did this today. <laughs> you know, I washed my clothes in the washing machine. Hey, yeah, right. I accomplished something. Um, I love that man. And yeah, like just the just the fact that. You know, if you have that, you know, cross off, uh, I, I said the three things I'm thankful for today. Even if you don't get to a lot of the other things on that list for the day, you can at least say, I still cross this off. You know what I mean? Like building that habit of waking up and always just thinking, these are three things, here are another three things. And just you, it, it, it builds that, that mindset that, um, that that really is like that creates that strength within people and that confidence like um like our boy here was just talking about in the chat so yeah absolutely um, i well, love thank that you, max thank you max for being on to stick with us we're gonna end the show on that if you'd like to hear more of the conversation become a youtube member of the channel or patreon we have a lot of cool stuff that we do with our members and people over there as uh, I continue the conversation over there, I want to thank my mods for dropping the link. Drop Max's YouTube channel on the link. It'll also be in the description if you want to subscribe to the channel. And I was just getting ready to say hello to one of my favorite people in the entire <laughs> world. And she sends a super sticker. Thank you, Teresa. Uh, Miss Martin Muse has been with me and this journey of my life from day one. Uh, Dang, she's that's a, cool. She's an old school drunk 3PO person. She's an old Love school it. person. And I uh we have a lot of things in common. She's 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 an amazing person. So thank you guys um so much for being here. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Tomorrow we'll be back for podcast with somebody else. But uh, make sure you subscribe to Max. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up with all my rambling. <laughs> no man I'm everyone the listening rambling make, today yeah yeah this this will be once the uh, show is over i turn it over to my members but if you want to listen to it again you can hear it on spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcast apps wherever that is um you can listen to it there so that's it i'm gonna hit this awesome. button and we're out 
Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the Rebellion.